Hello, you're listening to the Roasting Room Soundboard Podcast, recorded live here at the Roasting Room Lounge in beautiful downtown Bluffton, South Carolina. I'm your co-host, Todd Cowart, along here with Jordan Ross and Trevor Harden. We record this podcast live every Wednesday night on the stage here at the Roasting Room at uh, 10 o'clock p.m. We're here to talk about the new acts that are featured this upcoming week on the Roasting Room stage. Um, play some of their tunes, drink some fine whiskey, talk about music we're listening to, play some music from the archives here from the Roasting Room live recordings, and um, yeah, let's get going. Welcome everyone to the sixth edition of the Roasting Room Soundboard. I am your co-host, Jordan Ross. What's up, Jordan? I'm Todd. Hey, Todd. What's up, buddy? Who's a stranger we have sitting oh, with us today? today we have got my dear friend, Kyle Wareham. Hey, guys. He's not, he's not a real stranger. We all know <laughs> Kyle and love Kyle, so he's not a real stranger. So, Kyle, why what? are you here tonight? Um, you invited me here, Jordan. Um, <laughs> why would I have done such a thing? Well, I believe it's because uh, Pretty Darn, um, my, my duo that is growing into a band, uh, is playing here on the 21st. That's very exciting. The last time you were in here was in October, I believe. Mm-hmm. You played... Before the we Forlorn played, Strangers. We opened the show. That was an incredible show. I was. I was for all of our it. podcast listeners, Trevor's safe. He's fine. <laughs> right. He was doing a wedding or something. He's doing a wedding right? show, yeah. yeah. Tre- apparently Trevor is way more in demand than you and I because really we have incredible. we have we have like just <laughs> surplus time. <laughs> like <laughs> in, inordinate amounts of time. It's kinda yeah. sad. All right. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, go sure, go sure. ahead. That was thing. important. That's it it was yeah, yeah. Important. Well, well I know people too. are concerned because, you know, Trevor's mom is probably <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound like Trevor. So anyway, Kyle. Yeah, the last time we were here, we were opening uh, the show for the Forlorn Strangers. It was a great show. Mm-hmm. And this will be our first time uh, headlining our own show in a real music venue. Nice, dude. Mm-hmm. That is excellent. Glad to be a part of it. Yeah. And Mark Ferreira is playing um, kind of as an opener type situation. He is, um, if I can recall, from Florida coming up and doing a duo as well, bringing a guy with him. Um, they're going to do kind of some some beachy reggae to kind of complement the sound of Pretty Darn. Let's talk about your specific sound. What are you trying to go for? Man. What is Pretty Darn? Pretty Darn is uh, it's vocally driven, I would say. it's. You know, I met Nick soon after I moved here a year and a half ago, and I just thought he had such an incredible voice. Are we and, talking about uh, Nick Poulin? Yeah, this is Nick Poulin. Yes. Yep. Island local. Um and we started doing some shows together, and and I realized really quickly that singing with him was a lot of fun, and that our voices match up really well together. So we just kind of uh, kind of started doing that, and then then we, I don't know, we never really sat down and said, what do we want to sound like, or sure. what kind of record do we want to make, or anything like that. He had some songs written, I had some songs written, and we wrote, wrote some songs together. And uh, I think it wasn't until we made the record that we kind of figured out what our sound was. Um, which is really just something you have to hear, honestly. <laughs> so super cool. When I hear the record, I think of well, it puts a smile on my face. One, it's the 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 song "Light Me Up" is that one that's just like it's kind of an island jam. It's yeah. a groove. It's just a blast. You yeah. can listen to it a thousand times and never get tired of it. Right on. Thanks. And then um, your you had some session players that I was really very surprised to hear the the trumpet. There's a trumpet player that in California, right? Tell yeah. me that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that is Max O'Leary, who's a, a trumpet player 
from San Diego. And he plays a lot of a lot of reggae bands and reggae rock bands. And I used to play in a reggae rock band. So I met him on a tour about four or five years ago. He was playing with the Mike Pinto band from San Diego. And uh, he's just an incredible trumpet player, incredible soloist, um, has a great ear. And when we were doing that track, it's, it's called Rain. It's the second song on the album. I, I wanted something to separate it from the rest of the songs on the record. And I didn't care if we could ever perform it live or anything like that and I just heard trumpet for some reason and I think I was the only one who was into the idea originally so uh, I thought of the only trumpet player I know who lives across the country <laughs> I bounced a mix and I sent it to him and he recorded it and sent it back and that was it I didn't even touch it it's it sounds incredible yeah. his it, soloing yeah. is on point yeah he makes that track what it is yeah his it's instincts really cool. are great yeah thanks and then the last track or no, I'm sorry, let, let's go back a little bit with other session players. You had um, another guy playing your electric, or your leads? I did, on on, um, on the song Madhouse, we had uh, John Wilkins. Johnny Wilkins. Yeah. Johnny. Silky Wilkie. Silky Wilkie. Um, yeah, man, he's so good. Yeah, I mean, with him, it was like, I just knew I wanted him on it. I didn't want to tell him what to do or anything, I just wanted him to play, and he came in. And uh, I think within two or three takes, I was like, okay, that's it. And then yeah. I just had him just kind of play for another hour just to hear it. No, but He's such a great player. But yeah, like, I mean, even when I play with him live, it's like he just knows how to play to whatever song it is I'm playing, you know? And he, Dude, I've got... He sits right in, and then he comes out when he needs to and compliments the song, and it's exactly what he did on that track, so... I mean, awesome. you won't hear me... I mean, me and John have been friends forever. We were actually roommates for a while, for about a no year. No kidding. Yeah, me and John were roommates back in a long, back in the 90s. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think yeah. it might it might have been, yeah, 2000. But yeah, so John and I are, are, are pretty good buddies, man. We definitely go way back. But th his his instincts, like exactly yeah. like you say, and, and uh, his, you know, he he's a guy that, he's a full-time attorney, obviously, you know, like, but... He's better than any of us. <laughs> it's like sucks, kind of. It's infuriating. Yeah, because he's so good. But he sits around and like, like you know, like we both love Mark Knopfler, and a Mark Knopfler record comes out, and I remember like this is you know years ago, but you know two days after the record comes out, he's got all the licks. Exactly. Like he he just is a he he just has this propensity to learn licks and to just. And it's not like you know like I learn licks. Like I learn licks really sort of mechanically. Right. But he pays so careful attention to tone, and and it comes to in all of his playing because tone is its own thing, you know. Like and and it's not only just the notes; it's the tone, it's the pickup selection, it's the you know the pedals, all that stuff. Dude, I, and I love the player John. too. No I mean, and yeah, so and, much and tone is is the person playing guitar. No doubt, no doubt. Know? Yeah, and he's got his own voice too. Yeah, man. but he he can. Yeah, he he he's got he's pulling from a deep. Oh, well. and it's funny because last night we had him play with us at uh, at Char Bar, and uh, I mean he just started playing all of the second guitar parts from the entire record stuff that he didn't play, I didn't even know he knew, and would just come yeah. in and just like perfect. He's a bright just, dude, just like awesome. the record. He's a very you know? bright dude. It's a shame no he got shut it. down, but yeah. yeah. Oh no, he did shut down. Oh, shut down. <laughs> anyway, so I let's get let, let let's stick with our format. As much as we, I love talking to Kyle, we definitely need to get into that more. But let's sort of stick with our format. Let's sure, talk let's, about let's go back to that. What we got happening this next weekend, which is you. Two weeks. Two oh, weeks. Two weeks. Two oh, weeks. oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, so oh, it's the, the, like, oh, this man. next weekend. Just the reason why we brought <laughs> Kyle in. <laughs> Give you some anxiety. There, twofold. Oh, twofold. We we brought him in because Trevor 
A, it was busy. But B, because he is coming in, but not until the week after. Two weeks. So let's talk about what's coming up this so, yes, This coming weekend. week, right. we have got uh, the Hummingbirds are coming in from Tampa on Friday night. They are a husband-wife team, and I'm reading from their website, thehummingbirds.com. The Hummingbirds are husband-wife team SG and Rachel Wood, born and raised in Detroit. So they're taking like a Detroit grit sound, bringing it to Tampa, the music is both Northern and Southern Americana, blending both grit, self-reliance with hospitality, charm. They play old guitars through old amps, bang drums, and even pluck banjos sometimes. Cool. So uh, I'll be there. Kind of gritty. Sounds good. Kind of dirty. Great. So they like like Ford assembly line plus sunsets. Right. That's kind of what they got going on. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So they're, they're going to be with um, Jason Bible, who is the lead, uh, lead singer for the Trainwrecks, who was in here three weeks ago or so, and... Had a great show and brought a bunch of people out. So that should be a really a good pairing. They The Hummingbirds have played um, Savannah before. They kind of have a history. So this is the first time they've been to Bluffton. Oh, cool. But they will, um, they'll come in with their, with their gritty Detroit via Tampa sound. But also it's, it's, it's going to be vulnerable. It, this is not something that's going to have drums. It doesn't have bass. It's just two voices, two instruments, and it'll be very song-oriented, I would imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Kyle mentioned that their artwork is really great on their album, too. We're going to play a track uh, called 13 Days from their titled 13 Days uh, album. But yeah, they have like the, uh, the sugar skulls mm-hmm. on there. It's just really... It's very cool. Mm-hmm. So let's have a listen to the, the track 13 Days from the Hummingbirds. We'll listen to about a minute. Of it. 13 days of sunshine Couldn't get enough of it Thought that you would be mine But there was one little thing I missed You don't like dog And I got two But I loved you forever while we together days 13 days so he the line i you don't like dogs but i've got two yeah that was really struck you you don't like early. dogs yeah <laughs> you don't like I'm dogs like, no. no this guy is a, no let, let, he's the opposite of that i love dogs he loves dogs oh. this guy's a, a we works at the animal shelter actually yes i do anyway that's another story let's talk about the track dogs are good too we during this entire while we listened to this just short excerpt we were discussing how this track um came together sounds there's there's some humor back and forth between the the husband and wife, but they're also doing some key changes, right? Sure, sure. It seems like going up maybe a, 
I don't know. I didn't really pay close attention to how much it was going up, but it's going up. Hey, speaking of that. You don't know exactly? Sorry, I should know. <laughs> this dude has a pretty good ear. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly. What it, it could have been a minor third, but I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> it could have been a whole step. I wasn't really paying close attention. Sorry, dude. I'll pay attention sorry, to that. Can we play it again? It's okay. Uh, give me another shot. <laughs> nope. Okay, sorry. Um, a side note, you know, country jangly tunes that change keys. There, I mean, if there is an iconic tune that is the key-changing country tune, I don't know. Guys, gonna jump in there? Uh, I thought it's you were about to walk, drop it on. Walk us. the line, Johnny yeah. Cash. Yes, walk the is. line. It, you know, it goes up. And if you listen very care- carefully to "Walk the Line," it's really cool because because in mind I walk the line, and you can hear him sing. Hmm. Yeah, he'll sing that. Yeah, um, he he sings the fifth, like he sings the the tonic of the new key where he's going. If you listen really careful on on your recording, you can hear him like putting his finger on his ear and looking for that new pitch of the new key because it modulates through the circle of fifths, like you know, three or four times, and then and then it works backwards. It goes forwards and then it goes backwards through. But anyway. So that is, that, that's a country song that, that modulates as well. <laughs> Definitely, they they might have taken some they might have taken some some cues from that they, song. Well, I mean, the the point is is that it's it's super cool in country to, to yeah. do that. I mean, if Johnny can do it, you know, totally. And you're, you're allowed to do that. You're totally allowed. To and do for that. for the new podcast listener, Todd is the the in house expert on <laughs> on theory. Nerd. I mean, the dude went. He's the, the music nerd. nerd. Is that what I? He went know? to. I mean, he went to music school. The dude's what he's talking about. Whatever. But I just like music mostly. Mostly, yeah. I like music. You know, yeah. you like music in in a different in a, in a different approach. You, you like it because of its Maybe. complexity. You, you can taste caramel and whiskey. Uh-huh. I can't. But so we all got <laughs> our go. thing. I say caramel regardless. <laughs> That's great. We'll we'll get to the whiskey. In a bit, I say too. caramel no matter what. <laughs> just to yeah, sound r- good. Rich uh, caramel. Mm. <laughs> Circle of fists. <laughs> oh, anyways. So that's Friday night. It's gonna be, it's gonna be something. Those guys are gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's and girl great. too. Well, yeah, woman. Yeah, I, I always like the stripped down stuff. I mean, I like the bands too, but it's always nice. It's a nice change of pace to to come into the room and 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 really hear a pin drop and and hear the songs. Absolutely, it's gonna fit the room great too. We're excited mm-hmm. to have them. And the thunder is rumbling outside. The thunder rolls. It sounds pretty awesome. So Saturday night, we have got the Dead Twenty Sevens. They're coming back to the room. They were in here on in February. And I love their poster. <laughs> oh yeah, I I, yeah. I went. For, I went. Did you do that? Yes. Yeah, I do. All so Jordan books. not only does the booking, and right. a lot of the audio sort of stuff around here, but he does the graphics. You made that days. poster. Yeah, yeah, he made that. Brilliant. Graphic. It's really Thank nice. You. It's man. great. Yeah, the poster is a is a VHS. Um, I love it. Because <laughs> uh, it's VHS like a home cover. video. Yeah. yeah, home video cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember those. Right. Yeah. Yes. I so and also when you day. come here uh, at the roasting room you, and you sit at the high tops, there's mm-hmm. always really cool posters so you can see Jordan's work. And right. it, is, it is your work. It's, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Sure, why not? And also, isn't there an archive somewhere on the website where you can see all of the there are right? Oh, cool. Yeah, you go to roastingroomlounge.com and look under the menu for uh, poster archive. Poster archive. There will be all of the posters. And Trevor also, uh, the, the absent Trevor. The absent Trevor. Is it also very, and he's very, a very talented. very talented graphic Crazy designer. Crazy talented, right. And he's such a busy man that I'd hate to even bother We can't him. even get him to come to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he's so busy that he can do that. So I, I kind of just really by, by necessity had to take over um, that job. 
But anyway, yeah, look at the look at the poster archive. You'll see his work in 2016 and a little bit of 2017, and then the rest of it is all. Stuff I, I have lots of free time. If you want me to like do a, like on a napkin to draw a poster, Great. I could totally do I mean, that. Yeah, I could Any stick ideas? figures on a napkin. I got that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Anyways, let's go back to the Dead 27's concert on Saturday. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, their 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 poster is is a VHS. They are a soul funk. Amer- how do how do we, we listened to a little bit of them last that. week? Yeah, yeah, we listened to a little bit last yeah, week. Yeah, they're they're it's they're awesome. It's yeah, it's just yeah, sounds little, great. Little is what disco. it sounds like. Yeah, they've got um, Bull Rush Gin is going to be sponsoring them. So Bull Rush. Jen, we can talk about at length because they are a, a partner for the show. Good, good on you, Bull Rush. What way to step up? Totally. They're they're uh, in state. Um, they do in-house gin. They do like a like a craft gin. Um, we have we stock their gin, so we do. You know that the night of the show, we'll have Bull Rush gin specials. Um, we'll have it featured out out on the bar. People can have gin cocktails of their choice. Um, so we also do, for, for those uh, companies that are looking to perhaps be a, a show sponsor like Bull Rush Gin, they also will get a uh, custom um, wristband. You'll get your logo present on the poster itself. Uh, you get mentioned before the show starts. We'll say how great they are and how much we love them um, in front of all the people. So the guy um, from Bull Rush, do you remember his name? Tony. Uh, Tony. Yeah, I met Tony. Mm-hmm. I, I, he was, they were catering something at, at a place where I played at one time. Yeah, Tony Bagnulo. Yeah, but it's really good gin. It really, yeah, it's no, fantastic. It's not, it, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we, we drink a good bit of gin every once in a while. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we like the gin and tonics in the summertime. I mean, we do. I we never we, drink gin. We enjoy, yeah. or you, don't you should drink, try some. You should, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Well, gin not, and tonics in the summer, gin, it's, it's a great thing, man. I mean, I'm not saying... Of course, everything in moderation. Drink gin. <laughs> Fri- friends and family on the podcast. <laughs> everything in moderation. But sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Anyway, so that that's a good transition. So we got on 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 Friday, hummingbirds. Yep. On Saturday, Dead Twenty Seven. Bull Rush Gin as a and, sponsor. And real quick, Dead Twenty Sevens. Are we going to play any of their music? Yeah, we'd love to. Let, let's love do that before we before we sure. segue into the, into the whiskey. Of the Absolutely, week. yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll we'll listen to the song "What a Waste." Off of Ghost or Calling, their new uh, LP, Dead 27s. Let's have a listen. Those guys are superstars. They are going to be big. It's cool. Big stuff. 
Dead 27s. They're funky. They're fun. They have great harmonies. Um, the unsung hero, and I'm, you've, you've heard him, but Daniel Kreider on the drums. Um, he's, in, he's one of a kind. And Smoking. Chip, our, our all mutual friend Chip Larkby, who we all know and love, mm-hmm. a local drummer here, aficionado, he came to the last show and sat right by the stage and like watched. I watched his jaw drop as he was watching this guy play drums. He was like, "I have, I can die now." Like I've That's seen good, this guy; he's oh, so good. good playing ghost notes, like, yeah. like no one else yeah. around. Well, here. but you know, without being too technical about like all that stuff. I mean, it just grooves, man. Yeah. It, gro- it grooves. And yeah, it's gonna make it, this room is gonna sway. There's no totally. doubt. Right. <laughs> and this is the kind of show that we had in February. There were still people that were sitting front row that were loving life. So are you guys going to... It wasn't gonna, too loud. It is was perfect. Are you going to do seating? Is yeah, this, absolutely. This is seating. Yeah, yeah, this is still seated because they do, they do get into some different style. It's it's not a it's not just a dance party. Right. It's not like Zach Deputy. Let's just flip right. the tables over and go crazy. It's They do put on a full spectrum show. It's fun. I want to I want to come to that one too. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a good one. For sure. It's a cool. fun date night. It's a fun group night. And we have we have tickets available. Roastingroomlounge.com. What if what if your wife is at home and you're like me and you just want to come? Can is that is that be like okay? like listen, wife. I love you. <laughs> so let's go stay with the time, kids, man. It's time for me to to go check out one of the best I'm going to go hear a great band and you can do that, too, you know. <laughs> But I anyway, mean, do so whatever you need to do. Say whatever well, you need to do. I, I, I just get things. This is about marriage, man. You just get things done. You do what you, you got to do. <laughs> you just get it done. Tell so anyway, so uh, hummingbirds. Yep. Dead twenty sevens. It's gonna be a great let, week. Let's do it. And and the ticket prices for both those shows. Ten dollars for Friday night's hummingbird show. Fifteen dollars for Dead Twenty Sevens. Steal. It's a good deal. It really D- is. Dead Twenty Sevens. They have an opener. No opener. They just they, they hit the ground. They hit the ground running. Yeah. Cool. Yep. The last time the same deal. They they played a full. My goodness, they played for almost three hours. And Ooh. is this going to be a, um, a four piece or what do you, what do you expect? Five piece. Five two piece. sets. Yeah, two sets. Good size break in the middle. Cool. Nice. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. You coming, Kyle? Yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here. You coming, Jordan? I'll do my best. All right. Well, let's make it happen. <laughs> um, probably not, but. <laughs> Listen, guys. Uh, I'm gonna try you, and be here Friday for sure. You know that I do have to do everything. Yeah, else, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll try. There's that. Saturday's a big day playing for me too. Usually, I yeah. Play all day. That's the thing about musicians is musicians have trouble getting other people's music. Getting, yeah, yeah and th- but that's why I kind of like, you know, make an extra effort yeah. because you know, especially when these gigs are going a little bit later, just come in and just catch some. Be, I mean, a, par- I, be a part of the vibe. I know be every a part time of what's that going I've. On. You know, forced myself, for lack of a better word, to come to the roasting room to a show. I've always, always been thankful that I did. Yeah, no one ever regrets yeah. coming. When you here. say forced, so. because you had to actually get someone to come and fill you in yeah, at yeah. your show, exactly. to come to a show. Exactly. Like, that's kind of a, pro- that's kind of a problem. Yeah. Well, that, that's that that's, that's yeah. musician stuff, yeah. man. That's, yeah. that's the way it is. Yeah. It's always like that. But it's you saw, like last time you were here was Joshua James. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I still think about that. Show. That was incredible. Me too. That was the one that, that really shook you, huh? That was, yes. That was, oh yeah. yeah. Everybody to here. To the core. That was yeah. nuts. I wish I would have been here for yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. That it was emotional. We have. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. his last song, and I have. This is crazy to think about, but I have not put anything from the archive and mixed it down yet. You can I'm like, I, I don't want. Yeah, to. I know. I don't want to ruin that sacred space for you. Yeah, <laughs> dude. The last song. I'm not I don't even know kidding. what he said. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know what it was. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think I've heard it before, but it was like. 
It was tear jerking. Yeah, exactly. Nice, dude. It was exactly. Really cool, well, that's man. what we're looking for, man. Absolutely. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hurt me, dude. Let's yeah. do it. Was, yeah. It was deep. It was deep intense. Stuff. The crowd was amazing. Everybody was like were intently supportive. focused on yeah. the show. Nice. Yeah, there were yeah. like sixty-five people here, and it was pin dropping. It the was whole quiet. Time. Yeah, all you yeah. could hear were the the and sobs. Yeah. Full band too. I mean, they had. Yep. He had what, four, at least four guys with him. It cool was stuff, knocking, Yeah. Oh, so great. It's great. They'll come back eventually. Great. I mean, they'll. We'll make it happen. I will make it happen. Yeah. I will beg. I cool. think he. I think he enjoyed it. I think so too. Anyway. All right. Well, let's do. Uh, we 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 moving on to whiskey. <laughs> let's let's move on to let's whiskey. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. So you brought it up. What do you think? Well, you I think I didn't. No, 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 no. No, you didn't. This is definitely Kyle's whiskey. Kyle, <laughs> you want you want to lead us here on this? Yeah, one, buddy? sure. Okay. Um, so this is a Hirsch Reserve. It's a small batch. Sure. Um. It was the uh, the first label that I actually read on the shelf, <laughs> and I which really, is a valid way to pick. Yeah, I, I, I think the font is great on the label. Um, just a really nice looking label. It is a nice looking label. And, Spell uh, that for me. Yeah, that, that's H I R S C H Reserve. Oh, the C. No kidding. Yeah, Hirsch Reserve. I'm I am taking my time to look it up right now. Yeah, it has just a great bourbon color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Hirsch, I, this is a random shout out, but there's um, a, a local resident, Jordan. I think I may have mentioned her to you before. Her name's Jenny Hirsch, okay. um, but she doesn't spell it like that. I think she spells it with an H, an E. But she uh, super cool, and she's a bass player, upright bass player, and she um, she's played with all these folk acts, and she's super hooked into that folk circuit in the Northeast and like Boston and like you know, sort of like. 90s 2000 songwriters like patty larkin and sean colvin and david oh, wilcox yeah. and all, all of those kind of cats mm-hmm. she's super hooked into those we need to get jenny in this room jenny i'm gonna send you this podcast and i'm going to heckle you because she's my good friend because she lives on defusky and when we used to live on defusky we hung out quite a bit nice and so um yeah jenny Pour you a hirsch anyway Anyway, yeah, Jenny needs to get involved in the roasting room. I think so. Let's make that make that happen. Yeah, let's make that a point. All right, yeah. sorry, but Jenny, anyway, so reach her, out. So her, I mean, uh, that's that's as much as I know about it. I've I've never had it before. Well, what do you think about it? I think it's great. How about caramel? I think it's great. I think it's caramely. What's the caramel content? I think it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's got some rich caramel undertones, uh, oaky. It's good. Uh, flavor. It's a little bit hot on the mouth. It is, is that a, a thing? Yeah. Is that I, a thing? I, I didn't realize that till you said that. Okay. But since you said that, that's all I can think about. So <laughs> must be true. <laughs> no, like I mean, I, I think because we're we, the the fun thing about this podcast, and there's a lot of things I like about doing this, but one of them is like we come in relatively sober, yeah, you know? <laughs> and we have one glass of whiskey, and so we get a real sort of like objective viewpoint on whiskey and it, it's like a whiskey tasting kind mm-hmm. of thing and we, and we get to learn a lot i've learned a lot and this is i guess our sixth this is your sixth one yeah so six, you guys yeah. have had a little i mean yeah my experience with with whiskey is pretty much a shot of jameson you should come hang set. out with us on, <laughs> on, you should come hang out with us and, and yeah. have this whiskey yeah, and yeah. we'll talk about it and maybe we'll open up to other people we'll all right so we'll this is what i've dug up this what do you is got a h hirsch reserve is a different is it kind of a different echelon than what we're drinking now? But the story of A. H. Hirsch is kind of remarkable. Um, they're selling some of the A. H. Hirsch Reserve 16-year-old 
for over $2,500 a bottle. Ooh. Wow. Well, I, I mean, that's a shelf that's way higher yeah. than yeah, the $12 shelf. No, there's, there's, there's a bottle up there. It's actually on the roof. You have yeah. to crawl up there. So what they have done is they've taken, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading from, this is kind of a blog about A.H. Hirsch and the story behind it. It's very long, and it's hard for me to, to kind of pull out any, any nuggets other than they were selling it for a lot of money. Um, they are, do do do. Oh, they're just tasting the stuff. Let me go back. A so wait, so it's that's so that's sixteen year, and this is seven. So this is twenty dollars. Dude, so. I'm not real good with money, but if I buy a couple of those bottles and sit on them for what? That's <laughs> what I mean. Like, is this <laughs> solid investment? I think we can. I mean, what, you right, buy so them for one, forty, and then they're twenty five hundred dollars yeah, in ten nice years. Return. That's pretty sweet, man. Yeah. All right, podcast. Don't yeah. do that. Only us. Yeah. We're only going to come do talk that. to me in a few yeah. years. <laughs> All right, so. This this is a from a different source. This is from Distiller.com. They they've rated it eighty seven out of a hundred points. Oh, that's pretty good. Just pretty good. B, B plus. Good. Her I mean, we're, we're musicians, so like an eighty seven yeah. would be yeah, really good for us. Yeah, it's yeah. um, it's kind of a eight point seven. This one is kind of middle of the road, um, like average rating for for the for the distiller, um, I don't know members. I guess I don't yeah. I don't know how I don't know how they do it. Well, it says straight bourbon whiskey, and again, this we should start. We should know the difference between. See, this I is thought what it is. It had, it had to be from Kentucky to be called produced, bourbon whiskey. Bourbon Cor- is produced anywhere in the U.S. Mash bill of at least fifty-one percent corn, aged in new was charred corn. oak yeah. barrels. That makes so it, it has bourbon. nothing oh, to it's do the with new oak. Kentucky. Okay, cool. Right, aged in new charred oak barrels. That's what makes it a bourbon. As okay. opposed to Scotch, which they'll use older barrels. Right. I, I just made that up. But the mash is different, also. Yeah, the yes, mash. The mash bill makes it what it is. You know, is. this weekend, like this is a total tangent, but that's kind of what we do. Um, my neighbor is a beer maker, and um, I learned about what it means to have, be malted to have malted grains. I didn't know. Do you know? I didn't know. Nope. So malting is you take the grains and you throw them on the ground or wherever, you know, hopefully someplace better than the ground, but whatever. And then you wet them and you heat them and it starts the germination process. And so the, the seed actually will open so as if it were trying it. to sprout. And then right before it does that, I mean, this is some weird like science stuff that I have no qualifications to talk about. Sounds but, like you do. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but right, right before it does that, they stop it and then they dry it. And so they roast it. And so that's like the roasted, malted thing. Mm. So there you go, man. That's interesting. That's my story about that. That's lovely. I like Thanks. That. So Thanks. does I? I'm playing the. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, are I, there any? I don't either. Are there any? All beers have this, or just certain types of beers have? No, 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 no. That's, all of them have. Yeah, malt. yeah. That that whole malt thing. Malted it, barley, right? That, that's that that that's the that's you start there. Yeah, okay. and so we made a rye saison saison. Okay. And some French thing. And so, yeah, so then you crush it. I mean, we could, that's a whole different podcast. And I'm sure that iTunes is lousy with podcasts about <laughs> malted beer and like how to make beer. That's not what we do. Let's talk about music. Right. So anyway, but, but malting is, <laughs> that's the malting thing. So they Interesting. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I'm, I'm real chatty tonight. I'm sorry about that. No, no, no. No. Sorry. Don't be sorry about your chattiness. Okay. Fair enough. Live into it. Okay. <laughs> Live into it, bro. Mm-hmm. So let's, so Hirsch whiskey. It's good. What dollar shelf is this on? That say? one is on the what was that the eight dollar one ounce pour the yeah. second shelf second shelf second so shelf. It's, it's accessible yeah okay cool yep. so come in this weekend have some Hirsch whiskey mm-hmm. and uh, listen to some great music on on Friday and and Saturday yeah, nights let's do it man yeah 
All right, so let's talk about last weekend. What happened here? Well, we had 50 people. 50? We had 50 people up here on Friday night for Caleb and the Gents. We were very psyched about their turnout. That was a really good... Where uh, are they from? They are from Chattanooga. They were cool. They were cool. Yeah, and we caught... I caught the very end of their show, and you did as well, Todd. Yeah. Uh, we both caught the very end of their... We were both working. Correct. Uh, but we... We're able to catch it. So let's listen to what I was able to pull from the board. The song is called Good For You. I know you heard it now and there's nothing left to say. And they had a, brought a clarinet. Love it. I love that. Awesome. Yeah, that fun. guy was that guy was funny too. Yeah. Like that that clarinet player was he was a funny guy. Uh, yeah, I feel like you have to be. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> that's true. That was a great show. I was really impressed with their their full band. Last time they were in here, there was only a three piece, so I wasn't sure what that. I mean, of course, you hear their recordings, you know, but they brought it. Right. Yeah, they, they sounded great. It was fun, and and it was cool to see the rooming, the room interacting with um, with everything they they were bringing. It was it was a it was a real good energy. It yeah, was nice. It was. So they were they were great, and we can't wait to have Caleb back with his band again. They were they were a lot of fun. Yeah, and we were. I was talking with Caleb after it was all done, and, and uh, talking about just sort of the way that the the room can support them and they can support the room you know once we get these sort of performers that are are successful and and and, and drawing well it's nice to have some consistency i mean i'm sure the people that were here will come and see them again next time they're around and so this idea of getting sort of you know people who can come in here twice a year or once a year or, or some sort of regularity making it mm-hmm. a, a stop on on what they do it works for both of us it really Absolutely. does yeah so yeah, that's 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 another thing we really haven't touched a lot on is everybody that comes through here is their first time, like all of them. Yeah, you know, I'm really but it's not their la- it's not their last, right? But it won't be their last. Right, right. So we are still in this. You know, there there are just so many people out there to to host here on the stage. But well, we've seen some people come in, like Dead Twenty Sevens, that are coming back, and they've already you know sold their the people that have saw them before have already bought tickets for this right. know, for that so that is a good sign mm-hmm. um, there but yeah we're we're still in this process of of learning who is going to be good for this room and to continue to bring them back well and it's it's fun to talk to you know just Caleb I was talking to him about it but the the idea that this room is so unique it's such like 
it's the purple cow, man. It's uh, it's just this strange thing that doesn't exist, you know. And musicians love to play here, and so he tells his friends about it. And you know, for it, it's such a sacred space. There's really nothing like it. I agree. It, you know, when you when you're playing venues and you're you know and you're being ignored in other venues on your tour, and then you come here and it's like a pin drop, and everyone wants to hear what right. you have to yeah, say. Right. I mean, and to, to that, like uh, at least at that at the level that a lot of these bands that are are coming through here to, are touring at. I, I know most of the shows are kind of just bar shows, you know, like uh, multi-band bills and stuff where you're just trying to win people over. Right. And and from the venue's point of view, they just want to have live music. You know, it's more about slinging drinks and, and stuff like that. But when you come to the roasting room, it's about the music. Everything else is secondary. And I think that that's, that's a rare thing, at least from what I've seen, you know, at this level no matter who you are no matter what band you are what level you are who you bring to the room it's about your show and and you feel cared about here like like the music and the sound matters and i think that that's that's something that that should come across to people you know to bands and and people who come to see shows too it's, it's i mean it's, it's good to hear that just, from a, from a musician's yeah, perspective no, that's I mean, played here before totally it's uh, like it's a great it's a great place to actually see and hear music yeah, you know, cool. from both not from, just be from both perspectives, show, right? Yeah, to to play or to right, right, yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to. Yeah, and, and looking forward to your show, and even yeah, further yeah, to too. talk talking to Caleb about that. Like we, we you know, I, I'm I'm prone to get into deep conversations <laughs> with strangers, but we were talking about <laughs> really, that. yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but we were talking about that, and he's like, you know, it's not about money, it's not about. Um, fame it's not about vanity it's not about glory it's about the connection mm-hmm. it's about um, the the reason it's different is, is that intimacy where you as a performer are connecting with your audience and they're connecting with you and it's this beautiful symbiotic thing mm-hmm. that it, it feeds everybody right. and it's not about like oh look at me I'm on stage how glorious I am it's about look I'm going to try to sort of channel this thing and if I'm going to do it right, it's not about me. It's about us and this other thing. And you, we all get to be a part of it together. Mm-hmm. And that's it's it's very much what the roasting room is is selling. Yeah, I know totally. And it's also mm-hmm. super deep. Sorry, dude. I, I, yeah, I'm yeah, like that, a that like was, a ten minute conversation <laughs> with Kayla. That's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, man. dude. I don't know. I got, you go straight to the deep end. I, I, don't, yeah. I just jump off the diving board Love wherever, it. wherever I go. Yeah, Love it, man. <laughs> you need to be around. For like the post interview, for like all of the like the post show interview for all of the bands. I was gonna say, yeah, you should have been rolling on that one, man. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) tapes are rolling. Outtakes. So the one show we we missed this weekend was was Saturday. I was in here. I got here too late. I I worked and and just missed it at the very end. I got here, met the guys. Uh, Time Sawyer played here on Saturday night. It's a great name. Yeah, we all agree that. <laughs> Isn't that great? Oh, yeah, I've never heard of them. Yes, it's not it's a great name. <laughs> Brought that back up again. Anyway, they they had about thirty people. It was a modest crowd, um, but there was it was just two guys coming down from Charlotte, drove down from Charlotte, and drove back that same night. So just a quick trip for them. I want kind of a stop. We were kind of hoping that they would have pedal steel, but right. Yeah, we talked about we the talked pedal steel about that, yeah. in, in the previous podcast about how awesome that would be, and I spoke with both of them in different. Like, you know, at different times. And yeah. Like, can't wait to have you guys come back. They're like, yep, can't wait to bring the full band. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Because they didn't know what to expect. Test and that's the what, water, yeah. That's that another thing you, you, we find here, too, is is the roasting room is a is an off market. It is a C market. It's the market that 
it's routable, definitely. But this town is exploding around us, and it's still a small town. I mean, get down to it. It's still pretty small compared to the places that they are playing or are from. Whatever. We're, we're, the, we're the germinating barley, man. That's what we yeah, are. Yeah. There we go. I, I don't see it that way. <laughs> there we go. Do you, like like you like that I pull that back? That I like that. Thanks, buddy. Man, yeah. You're just something else. Tyler. Yeah, thanks. Man. I, don't, I don't see it as a sea market or anything Yeah, I don't like see that. it I just way. see it as yeah. a... It's, 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 it's growing. It's just something that people just, enough people don't know about yet, and that just takes right. time. Well, and it's... You know, why would you want to force something? You know, like it, it's going to grow organically and it's going to grow at its own speed and it's, it is going to to work, but it just takes time. And that's yeah, that's sure. cool, man. Like I don't ask my five-year-old to, you know, whatever. Be an adult, s- would you? Be quantum, solve quantum physics. Yeah. Like, that's cool, man. Let's, <laughs> let's, I, I, let's I, I think this. it's just, a, it just, it's like a, a mini micro market. I don't, I don't know what even what to call it, but it's vacationers. It's people with time to go out at night and see shows who want to be entertained who want to see live music yeah <clears throat> you know who want to find a new band you know who, who will go to tiki hut and go to all these places just to see music and then they can come here and see her, like a real she can't see my quotation fingers but a real show you know he's doing quotation right fingers. yeah <clears throat> not not covers and mm-hmm. and yeah. beach music but a real show real bands who are touring playing their their music and i, I think there's enough people here to support this that will come out and, so. and see shows, yeah. you know. So far, it has. Been. You know, it's yeah. it's it's better than playing this size venue in a major city. Right. Sure. You know? Well, and that's another thing that I love about um, coming to shows here is looking around like a fly on the wall at the demographic mix. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not like, you know a whole bunch of hipsters that ride their fixies and have cats on their shoulders. Yeah, I mean, it's like you get, there, there's some of that and then there's some of like kids and there's high school kids and there's like retirees that, mm-hmm. and there's couple, I mean, it's such a hodgepodge of, uh, of, of, of people. Right. You know? It's yeah. really, it's and cool. It's, I think it's starting to become a place where it's like, it's not just the people who, who are coming to see the band that's playing. It's people who are coming to see who's playing at the roasting room. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's the ultimate goal. That's really. the best kind of venue you can yeah. have. That's the ultimate goal. Is people are just gonna show up because they know it's they gonna know be good. They know it's well, gonna and be they good. They trust you. They trust yeah. you. Right. They know as it's a gonna venue. be good, they right. know it's gonna sound good, they're gonna have a good experience. Yeah. Which like with anything with trust takes time. Yep. Yeah. That's it. And consistency too. Yes. And that's the two things that we're really willing to to put the time yeah and the consistency that's what i feel like you know if you come here and bring 10 people or if you come and sell the place out you'll be treated the same and yeah and you as the artist and the people who are coming to the show will get the same experience and it's a good one yeah yeah definitely totally. so let's listen to what we pulled from the board recording of time sawyer they were those two guys together sounds like just it an should be a guitar. dj i love that name you know <laughs> you talk to him about it maybe yeah Borrow it for to a license bit. it. <laughs> they had the just acoustic guitar and a banjo and two vocals. Um, this song was featured on our promo video, um, but then I cut it down and, and this is the this is the live version of the song Untitled Traveler. Let's have a listen. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. We are Time Sawyer, and uh, we're from Charlotte, North Carolina. So, yeah, uh, it's our first time down here, and uh, we appreciate y'all being here with us. Mm-hmm. 
look back at me See the way you react to me And I feel the same Things in my anatomy To chase you around I've seen the mountaintop I've seen some valley floor I've seen the blue sky And we did some locked doors Even when I'm gone I think my heart is trying to get back home is true Been a lot of places that I didn't want to go Seen a lot of faces that I didn't want to show mine and I don't have that much to say Tasty. Really nice. Very tasty. They were They were beautiful. Wonderful people. Wonderful sound. They 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 had a captive thirty people in here. Hey, numbers don't matter. They were they were happy. They were happy that they were here. It's great. Yeah. Hopefully they'll come back and do well, it again. Will. Yeah. They will come back. What I like to do with 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 the bands like that, especially, is to and we'll get to this point too. Is there are going to be more and more people like this that need to come back here every six months. So we're gonna start grouping them up and having you know, multiple bills yeah. with. With Time Sawyer and with the Hummingbirds, the hummingbirds like, right. they'll both be on the same bill. Eventually, we'll get to that point. Because we, we won't be able to do just those people on a Friday night because we won't have any room for any new people. Mm. So we've, we've already kind of started, or we, I say, I've kind of started trying to, to figure out how we can, because it, it goes, there's a lot of different moving parts. And I, there's some people that I deal with directly with artists. Sometimes I'm dealing with an agent. Sometimes I'm dealing with a like, label which they have their own agencies. It's pretty rare, but it exists. But like Time Sawyer, I just dealt with them. They just reached out and said, hey, I want to show. Um, but like Dead 27s, they've got, a, they've got a management company. They've got an agency. Right. Um, so we're, we're kind of in a, this weird period of who, who, who can we work with? Well, typically, how, how far out do you book, Jordan? We are booked about six months out right now. Six months out. That's yeah. that's really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, really it's pretty... We, uh, I, try, I try not to, but there are so many people that want to play here that I have, to turn, I have to turn them away or I have to send them way out. I'm like, I mean, I can get you in February. I can't right. get you next month. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. Incredible. So it is, it's great. It's, it's, it's a great problem to have, um, but it still does make, well, the, uh, make it interesting. Yeah. One thing about it is... You know, when you have so many unknowns lined up six months out, I mean, it's a little bit scary. I mean, because you, you never know who's going to hit and who's not going to hit. I mean, they're all going to be good because you've vetted them. Right. But, you know, like we also want to continue to, to build, like you said, mm -hmm. on these on these acts that have succeeded. Yep. And so, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an interesting spot to be in. It is interesting, but it's also... I also have to go back on my historical data. I mean, with this... That's what I'm saying. Just watch the trend. Just We have trends. We have trends on... I mean, it's, it's, a, it's just a one spreadsheet after another. Yeah. But I think it's also interesting to consider that people aren't coming here particularly because they know these bands right. more often than not. Right. They're coming here because they the trust Because the roasting room puts you. on good they shows. Trust you. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So as we and build that's that also the appeal for the band, too, you know, because of the... the bands that are touring at this level are trying to to acquire new fans you know right. and it's like whether you're, if you're dealing with an agent you know i can see 
maybe the guarantees are smaller because the cap is low mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's going to be kind of an agent's first priority but i'm sure if the band if you can get the band in here they're going to tell their agent hey man next time we're routing through charleston to jacksonville or whatever we want to play the roasting room right yeah. you know and it's not it's not going to be about money it's, this isn't that kind of place right. right you know this is a place to come maybe even pare it down play acoustic versions of your songs get a recording of it when you leave oh, yeah. know that it's going to sound good and know that people are going to care and it's it's just a nice place like i just know that all it's going to take is time. That's, yeah, it. that's it. I, I know that. It's, it. it's yeah. such a special venue. Right. And we need to also preface what you're saying with who you actually are. Okay. Because you are the lead singer for Three-Legged Fox. Yeah. Who toured Duh. the nation. That's <clears throat> good stuff. And has played international. I mean, you played down in, in South in like Mexico or something. Where'd you uh, well, yeah. Well, that was, I went down and did a feature with my friends in, uh, in Costa Rica. That, that, was, that was fun, yeah. So this guy, this guy knows he's, what he's talking he's about. He's done some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, we've been, all we've over been the around place. the country a few yeah. times. That's good stuff. Not, not at any major level or anything, but... I mean, besides a million streams on Spotify. Yeah. So that's not bad. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Kyle, yeah. where are Monty listeners talking are up. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm, and, and that, that we're the band that if I, if I would have known about this place when we were, you know, doing our full-time tour thing, I would have come through here every time. Because this is also geographically kind of a dead zone, honestly. Yeah, sure. You know, you have Charleston, you have the music farm in Charleston. Savannah doesn't really have much to offer unless you're playing like some the giant. Jinx, right? Yeah, or like you know, right. or like we, right, yeah. we would maybe once in a while play at like a live wire music hall down on River Street. But mm -hmm. Savannah's not much of a market. Atlanta, there's not much going on there, really. You know, it's just surprising. Smith's old bar, but. Uh, it's, Smith's it's old a, bar is legit. It's cool, yeah, yeah but it's, it's a weird market. It's, it's hard to get people out, whereas here. People are coming out to see music. It just feels better. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I would have come here. Well, you did. You brought Three-Legged Fox here. I did, yeah. That, yeah, that <laughs> was fun. They actually did come yep, here. Yeah. It was actually really cool. Pulled it together at the last minute. And that was for your album release. Yeah, that was for the album release, yeah. yeah. I hadn't seen those guys in two years. And, so, I, and they showed up. The week leading up to it, yeah. I was going to play here. I, I was going to do maybe a trio or something, but... Well, yeah, you said you you were getting. I just like, said, yeah, I'll do something. Right, yeah, just, that's right. Yeah, you didn't play with Predator on last time we were here. You played yeah, three yeah, yeah. Oh, for God's sake. And I, because when I booked it with you, it was for that. There was a party, right? Uh, some yeah, some yeah, sort yeah, of par parking together. lot, the Luau Fest or something. And he said, "Do you, I have the slot open? Do you want to play it?" I said, "Yeah, I'll put something together." And then we had the record come out, and I think like four days before the show, I just started texting everybody from the band saying, "Hey, man, what's it going to take to get you down here?" And uh, ticket. Uh, yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> so it was fun. I got to see them. We got to play together. Thank you for that. Totally, man. It was incredible. And yeah, oh man. God, it's that show like, was awesome. You know, and unexpected. And we're we're a full full volume rock band too. And and even in this venue, like, you know, it was at at the top of what it can take. But it's still the way it's designed. We took it. The wood on the walls, everything. As soon as I walked in here the first time, I said, "This place sounds good." I I knew without even hearing anything, you can tell that's. That's yeah. what it was designed for, you know. Right. So it doesn't have to be. What I'm saying is, it doesn't have to be, you know, one guy with a banjo and one guy with an acoustic guitar to sound good in here. Right. Anybody can. Right. Well, they've they've proven that time and again. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, the 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 difference of you know texture that mm -hmm. they get in different. I uh, was talking to the guys from Native, the kids from Native, and they're a pretty loud, rock and roll band, and that they can't stop talking about how much. They loved playing here. We clocked them at 95 decibels. That's, which, yeah. to, the, to the listener, 
That is, you can still have a conversation with the person sitting next to that's you insane. during the middle of a rock and roll that's show. That's insane, great. man. That's great. And that's they weren't great. they weren't holding back. No, yeah. they were playing their full show. Yeah. But the way this place is, I mean, you got the high roofs, you've got you've got the the um, exposed. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, the the, the, the blown insulation, yeah. like not yeah. blown insulation, but the yeah. uh, the I don't know. It's the surface area. We have yeah. so much surface area here yeah. that the, the, the sound has nowhere to go. Also, yeah, the uh, the angled ceiling, everything, the the wood too, man. Yeah, it just soaks it up. So yep. we are, we're ready. We're ready to take on whoever yeah. wants to come. Really. Yeah, turn your amp around, point it into the curtain, and we'll be fine. We'll be yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, and having control in the house helps, and that yeah. gives us the opportunity to give you ninety-five decibels that is present, but you're still you're not going to drive people to the to. Uh, Got to run away. Yeah, it's too yeah. loud. And and here's the thing: uh, you'll actually be able to hear yourself through the monitors when you play here. Right, pretty amazing. In my experience, which yeah, doesn't saw, doesn't saw, happen very often. Talking about high decibels or whatever. I mean, just when you see a band, people just immediately assume that it's going to be louder. Yeah, as soon as you bring out a kick drum, they go, "Right, oh, oh man, right. too loud." But uh, I saw Tommy Emmanuel over at Randy Woods, uh, you know, in yeah. in, in Georgia, it's pick and pop. Yeah, and. Uh, I, I mean, it was I like I like rock and roll and I like loud music, and I I love Tommy Manuel more than anything, but it hurt my ears. I booked out my phone. It was one oh five, and an acoustic guitar. Like I was like, I mean, but it's because Tommy loves to have he he wants to, he wants to feel it. He wants to feel it. was cutting, biting. It was yeah. cutting my head off, man. Yeah, it was, the difference between ninety five decibels and one oh five is like a, it like, only seems like it's ten decibels, but that is a factor. Of yeah, ninety five is like yeah. a vacuum cleaner, and like one oh five is like a jet engine. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like the difference. It is yeah. so different yeah. from ninety five, and we have we have two different. Um, our sound engineer, and this is getting kind of technical, but our sound engineer is told that there is no sound is to get above 102. Like 102 is that's is about blazing. Yeah, is is hot. about as hot as you're gonna get before people sitting in the front were like, I can't do this. Mm. Yeah. So it's anything above 102 right, yeah. is is not welcome. Yeah. So during sound check, they he will have his that's his meter out and he'll walk around the room and make sure that you know not only are the are the mains not giving out 102. But that the drummer is not giving out one or two. Yeah. And it's important. It's yeah. super important. It's, yeah. it's really something. Yeah. But yeah, about 95 to, to 98 is a really good sweet spot. Comfort yeah. yeah, It's good to know for people coming to see shows and people coming to play shows too. You know, yeah. it's like, it's the one thing you can't do when you're a band on stage is know what you sound like in the house. Yeah. You know, so. Well, that's where that's where Isaac comes into it. Exactly. Isaac, Isaac exactly. does a great job, and yeah. he, you know he 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 has a great mix, and you're always going to get a great mix when you come to the restroom mm-hmm. because of Isaac, and it's he he's he's the guy who does it, and he does a great job. We're talking mm-hmm. about Isaac Smith yep. down in Savannah, also a great songwriter. Yeah, he is multi-talented. Love that guy. He will be on the podcast soon enough. We'll talk his ear off about nice. stuff. So where are we at? Well. We talked about what we're gonna do. We talked about what we did. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're to the point where Kyle, we 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 typically will play something that we're listening to. And since you're our guest tonight, if you got anything that you are are, are into and you want to share with our to, listeners, uh, it's not new or anything, but I've been listening to, to the Wood Brothers a lot lately. Nice, uh, particularly the the album. Um, here, let me see that. Yeah, let me let me get my. We're, we're trying we're to pull up a passing phones or anything. Maybe uh, are you looking for Spotify? Maybe yeah, Spotify will work. Okay. So tell tell us tell our listeners about the so Wood the Brothers. Wood Brothers. Um, oh, I forget his first name, but it's uh, 
We're gonna go with Jim. Yeah, it's a, it's a member from Modesky Martin and Wood. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so it's the bass player from Modesky Martin and Wood and his brother who plays guitar and sings. And um, I've been listening to them for years, but I, they're starting to get pretty popular. Yeah. Um, well, they did that thing with Schofield. Modesky, uh, Modesky yeah, yeah, Shackman, I mean, that they, record's they, awesome. Yeah, they had some... But this is but different. But they've been doing they, it for a long time. They've yeah, been around since like the 90s, kind of, yeah. Uh, instrumental, um, jammy. Right. This is, uh, this is just really good songwriting. I'll just put on the first track from this record. What's it called? One More Day. Well, I seen you in a sadness. I seen you when you'd hope to die. You say, well, it's raining all over the world. What did I tell you? What did I say? Just when you think that's gone, give it one more day. And I seen you with your head low. What did I tell you? What did I say? Just when your faith is gone, give it one more day. Whoa. So fun. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so fun. It's good That's stuff. Really fun. The, whole, the, the album's got Ways Not to Lose. So good. He, his singing reminds me of Xavier Rudd. Yeah, I, I could he, see he that. He sounds really yeah, similar. Yeah, a little, little twangier. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's those nice. guys are fun. Yeah. Really, really good band. <laughs> I loved your dancing too. Yeah, <laughs> you, were, you were into it, man. I've been putting it on in between my sets huh, whenever I play. Uh, just walking and dancing. Yeah, if you can't just, see Kyle, it just kind of makes me smile. He's got his his elbows are jacked at like yeah. like like thirty degrees, and, and his fists are swinging up and down. I don't know if you can really picture that in your mind. Oh, uh, good stuff. <laughs> Love the Wood Brothers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Two three two three clave beat. Yeah, Try yeah. It. That's real technical stuff. Right. That's great. It's Love it. Stuff, yeah. Love it. It's great. It's groovy. That's good stuff. So in conclusion of this podcast, we are going to have the Hummingbirds here on Friday. Duo from Tampa, Florida. On Saturday, we've got the Dead 27s coming full band coming from Charleston. We had a great time with Caleb and the Jens on Friday. They brought it. We had the Time, uh, Time Sawyer was here on Saturday. Love those guys. They'll be back for sure. Great with job. A, with a big band. With their pedal steel maybe next time. Ooh. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Kyle played us some Wood Brothers. Yeah. We talked about Kyle's show, which is coming up in two, two weeks. weeks. Yep. Two weeks. Two Fridays from now. now. Him and, and Nick Poulin. Yep. Pretty darn. And we'll, ha- we'll actually have a, a percussionist with us as well. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Going to give you a break because normally you do the, the kicking. And yeah, the I stuff. do the kick drum. I still do a little bit of that, but uh, we, we want to play the record. Um the truest to the record as we can and uh we're actually going to be playing a new unreleased dun, oh dun, that's dun, original that's a big deal original podcasters previously unheard of right. song debuted at the roasting room fresh right. two fresh. weeks freshies yep. of the that's fresh the stuff that's what it's all about really. yep cool get it in front of the people exactly dude kyle there's there's fists that are pounding yeah right man yeah it's good times. thank you kyle for thanks coming for out. having me guys <laughs> coming out and hanging out here Welcome. At the roasting room. 
Well, that was fun. That was fun. That's yeah. it. I think. Yeah. I'm yeah. Jordan Ross. I'm Todd. Kyle.